This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you for joining us. Good morning and welcome to our Wednesday show. It is hump day. It is also tax deadline day. Which is normally... What is it? It's April 15th April 15th, or April 15th normally, yeah. but it got pushed back because of, of the Rona. Did you see the episode of Patriot Act? About, no. I've About seen, taxes? <clears throat> I don't think so. Oh, it's great. He made an actual free website for you to go get your taxes on. Because you know how when you look up free tax software, there's like a bunch of different sites that come up. But when you finally start doing it... It's totally not free. Yeah. Uh, so he made an actual website that is free. And then he has like funny like ASMR videos of him just like flipping through tax pages. <laughs> he has the Tax uh, Avoidance Hall of Fame, which includes Netflix. It's great. But I do have that up on our website. So. Oh, okay. All right. Go over and check that out. It's a good way to observe uh, the tax deadline. So that uh, definitely is today. Yes. Also, it looks like the Trump administration is dumping their plan to make people on student visas get out of the country. It looks like that, for whatever reason, has, well, a lot of it probably had to do with massive protest in schools and some of the states said that they were going to do everything they could to help foreign uh, students stay in the country the rule was going to be if your if your school that you have the student visa to go to is only having virtual classes you can only virtually be in the united states you got to go back to to your home country or, or some some other country well it looks like you don't that have to go home folded. but you can't stay here yeah kind of it was like uh last call for alcohol at 145 in the morning uh so it looks like that's not happening anymore, or they're dropping it anyway. Didn't seem like it was very popular. Well, that was the one when you when you reported it on the air last week. I said, all right, now this is a thing that just seems like needlessly and ignorantly just hateful. It's like, oh, you, you have a visa, but you're a foreigner? Get the F out. Uh, so that's a pretty big story. Nick Cannon has been fired from CBS Viacom for saying racist and anti-Semitic things. And it, it's kind of interesting because as soon as I was listening to the clip of Nick Cannon talking, I recognized what the ideology he was subscribing to. It's called melanin theory, although he doesn't call it that nowhere in the reporting but it's uh this pseudoscientific theory that the less melanin mean meaning coloring in your skin you have the more evil you are <laughs> so uh nick cannon is out of his jobs at mtv and nickelodeon no word on if he's still gonna host mass singer or not so that is going on the whole Wikipedia page on that on melanin theory. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's notable it, proponents. Nick Cannon. <laughs> did you go? I'm sorry. Did you say Wikipedia? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's been, it's been around for a while. I, I I have a whole theory. I think the thing started as just kind of a a rhetorical counter argument to white supremacy. Is like, oh, you guys say that just being white is genetically your superior or whatever we'll come up with this theory and see how you like it i think that might have been how it got started but then people uh through the years some people heard it and said yeah that totally makes sense i believe it all right let's go around the room let's talk about uh what's going on what we're working on today and let's start it off with news headlines. Lisa, what's uh, kind of leading off news today? Well, you took most of them, but how about let's all say goodbye to former Attorney General Jeff Sessions. He ended up losing his Senate primary runoff 
uh, to former Auburn University football coach Tommy Tuberville for all the non-football fans like myself. Uh, This went exactly the way the president was hoping. Trump had endorsed Tuberville and spoken out against his one-time allies' candidacy. Also, it looks like the president's former chief physician, Dr. Ronnie Jackson, also won his Republican runoff for U.S. House uh, for a U.S. House seat in Senate. And in Maine, uh, what, de- what state was that that Ronnie Jackson was running in? Texas, I just said. Oh, right. the U.S. House seat in Texas. And in Maine, it uh, looks like um, the Democrats chose House Speaker Sarah Gideon to try to unseat the Republican Senator Suzanne Collins in November. All right, so a lot of uh, a lot of election, a lot of runoffs from the primaries were yesterday. Did y'all go vote? Pretty big story. Just me. Okay, I did early voting. Yeah, there you, there you go, go, Joanna. Yeah, I did early. I... <laughs> yeah, she <sure> did. <laughs> I did early sure. voting. That was really convincing, bro. Yeah, I voted back in March. <laughs> Like those that new flavor of Lay's potato chips, totally mm-hmm. voted. <laughs> the 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 whole Jeff Sessions story. So Jeff Sessions was a senator from Alabama in 2015 through 16. He was one of the few nationally recognized political figures. You know, one of the names that actually got on board the Trump train early. Back when most Republicans were still uh, condemning Trump and talking about how he would be the worst choice possible for the Republican Party, Jeff Sessions was on the Trump train. He was rewarded, I guess, by being made Trump's attorney general. Right out of the gate, he pissed off Trump by recusing himself uh, from from the uh, Russia collusion uh, mess. And that ticked off Trump because he's like, hey, you're my attorney general. Your job is to protect me at all costs. And Jeff Sessions recused himself. Trump wouldn't fire him. Sessions wouldn't quit. So what happened for the next year and a half was Trump publicly humiliating Jeff Sessions in any way possible. Tweeting about what a terrible job he's doing. uh, Just dumping on him every chance he got. And Sessions was just kind of taking it. So... Uh, eventually Sessions resigned, but it was, you know, clearly he was pushed out. Then when this uh, election is going on in Alabama, Tommy Tuberville, who was the Auburn coach, is running. And you can see the campaign ads. It is sickening the way that the two candidates in Alabama were just mooning over the president. Like they were trying to... Like they were in love with him or something. It was like, who is the most uh, obsequious to Donald Trump? And who's include- going to ride a bicycle like Kermit and Miss Piggy through the park oh, with Donald God. Trump? Oh, God. You could just see him laying a blanket down on the grass and bringing out a, a wicker picnic basket. It was just... Running into each other's arms on the beach. They're going to sit together in a papasan. Yeah, it was just <laughs> very gross. <laughs> and Jeff Sessions was doing it, too. The guy who had just been basically emotionally and abused by this guy was also trying to convince the voters in Alabama that, oh, he's really got the best interest of the president. I don't know. It doesn't reflect well on Alabama. I got some friends from Alabama who think Trump's a tool, but just the fact that the two people running for the GOP there felt that they had to basically bend over. Profess their love. Yeah, profess their love for Donald Trump was just icky uh so it's going to be tommy tuberville and they say that he probably will uh defeat the democrat doug jones unless it comes out that he used to cruise the mall back in the 70s looking for teenage chicks i haven't heard any uh allegations about tommy tuberville 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 Tuberville, yeah uh about that yet all right joanna entertainment news what do we have coming up in entertainment today well peacock officially streaming now but a lot of nbc stations are now saying they're refusing to air the one hour 30 rock reunion special that's happening tomorrow night because it's promoting the streaming service yeah so you've got the the local affiliates in this uh, 30 rock episode is talking up the the thing that doesn't benefit them any which is the the streaming service so some of the local affiliates are just like you know 
This is just an hour long ad for the streaming service. Right. I On top of that, do we know if our locals are are gonna air it or not? You know what? I didn't see which ones are the ones that will and won't be, but I can look it up. Uh, but on top of the 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 special being kind of like an ad, it's gonna be commercial free. It, if I could draw a comparison, it would be like if our company said, hey, here's an hour-long thing we're requiring all our stations to run, but it was really talking up like a, a podcast, for instance. Uh-huh. It would be like a station saying, oh, we're just going to run a rerun <laughs> or something. We're going to run something else because you're not doing us any good, and why are we giving you free advertisement that doesn't benefit us as a local affiliate? All right, sports headlines. Uh, Brandon, what's coming up in sports today? The NBA has a bubble violation hotline. It's intended for people within the bubble to call anonymously snitch. and report violations. Right? It's a snitch line. And there's already been a couple of NBA players who have kind of gotten pinged for doing things they weren't supposed to do. The Rockets, Bruno Caboclo, um, he violated his rules because they're supposed to stay, stay quarantined in their rooms for 48 hours when they arrive. Well, he left his room. And the Kings were Sean Holmes. He is in the middle of a 10-day quarantine because he got a food delivery. Well, I'm sure they can get food somehow, right? There's a way in place. He just must have this circumvented. Was outside, yeah, this the, was outside the of um, the allowed food delivery services. All right. Who do you? Any idea who ratted him out? I'm sure it's an anonymous line, but yep. I'm just wondering if it. Oh, you do have an idea? No, it's an anonymous line. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> wondering. Was it? It probably wasn't another player. Was it probably an employee or? You never know. I mean, anonymous it, buzz. Yeah. All right, let's Buck get is that guy that shows up to an alcohol an, uh, alcoholic an, uh, anonymous meeting and then what goes introduces and tells himself cuz hey, that's the first you thing you're supposed to do. Well, but you're not supposed <laughs> to give your full name. Yeah. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, let's go ahead and talk about our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events and we'll start off uh, by and you know, we did let you know that the uh, tax deadline is today. Today's also National Hot Dog Day. And National Give Something Away Day. Birthdays include uh, comedian, longtime. Well, you know, I, I'll say friend of the show. We've had some ups and downs, but. Oh, <laughs> uh, who? Gabriel Iglesias <laughs> is 44. Why, why do you think we've had. Uh, oh, I know we've down. had some ups and downs. Because I. What I'm, did you do? Mm hmm. What'd you do, Buzz? What'd you say about Gabe? Okay, so before Gabriel was a well-known comedian, he appeared on local commercials for the water department, and it was encouraging people to drink more water because it was healthy. And I (laughs) opined on the air. Opined. uh, Well, I found out, first of all, that he wasn't even from from town. Uh Uh-huh. And I said, if you need a fat dude, you don't have to go to L.A. and hire one. You can find one, you know... Because he wasn't doing stand-up. He was just in this commercial. You could find one just so sitting Buzz, in. I, like, I might have said if you, need a, like you should, if you need a fat guy, just hire me. I think I might have said if you need a fat Hispanic guy, you don't have to go all the way to L.A. to find one. And then I said, if you're trying to promote <laughs> water and people should be drinking more water, why do you get a morbidly obese guy? Anyway, that got back to him. So the first time we ever met... Jesus. I mean, Gabriel's... That's just, not even the story that I heard. <laughs> There's more. Well, There's more. Then I found out that I had been uh, included, not in a flattering way, in part of Gabriel's stand-up. And that was because we used to do, and we've discontinued, uh, because, you know, as the show evolves, it, it seemed a little, a little crass. We used to do a Deadpool every year where we would each get to pick 10 celebrities. Uh-huh. The way it worked is if your celebrity died, you got 100 points minus their age at the time of death. So I would always pick some oldies like mm-hmm. Billy Graham or George H.W. Uh, Bush. You know, I put some people in there that are really crowded, hoping to get 10 or 9 points. Okay. But I would always swing for the fences by putting in a young celebrity. In one year, it was Gabriel. Stop. So the way Gabriel turned it into part of his comedy act was uh-huh. that this dumbass DJ was betting on him dying. 
<laughs> You're the Which, dumbest DJ. Technically, all of that was true. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, so, Gabriel. No, listening. we've gone through these whole things where we're cool and we hang out, and then we've gone through these other things where there's like a real beef. But it's all it's always been the same way. It's always been me saying something that hurt Gabriel's feelings, and then me feeling bad because I forget. <laughs> oh, Gabriel is is just a really tender-hearted. That kind of stuff gets to him, you know. <laughs> A, th- a thing with a lot of comedians is you you break balls. That's just a thing you do. That's a guy thing, in fact. Okay. But but Ga- I don't know. Gabriel really takes it to heart, and I feel bad every time that I piss him off and apologize and stuff. But anyway, Gabriel Iglesias is 44. He's making millions of dollars. He's fluffy because he's full of feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so happy birthday, Gabriel. If, if word gets back to him, I, I still love Gabriel. I'm happy for all of his success. And it's it's not surprising that he never comes in whenever he comes to town. Hangs well, out not, with everybody no, else. He would That's come in when he was still doing clubs and when he was doing small venues, smaller, like small theaters, mm-hmm. he would come in. But now that he's doing like arenas, no, he, <laughs> he doesn't come in. <laughs> he might send somebody else that's on the tour with him, but he doesn't come in. But happy birthday, Gabriel. I, I love you. you know? <laughs> <Sounded> real <sincere>. <sighs> no, I do. I really love the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, birthday for Brian Austin Green, who's 47. He was on Beverly Hills 90210. And then just one of the, the most mysterious... Hollywood couplings ever was when he was got married to Megan Fox, but they're not together anymore, and that's all pretty recent, mm-hmm. like within the past few months. I heard she's with Machine Gun Kelly now. She totally is. That's the rumors. Mm-hmm. That's the music video. Uh, Eddie Griffin, the star of Undercover Brother, is 52 today. And from Mythbusters, Adam Savage is 53. He's the guy with the mustache, right? Um, no, uh, Jamie Heineman is. So Adam Savage is the other guy, not the mustache guy. Yes. And who was the... Uh, is that the Adam that ruins everything? No, no, no that's Adam oh. Conover. Oh, so many Adams. Uh, Adam Savage is the Mythbusters guy who's not the mustache. Have and, you ever seen his cosplay, man? Like what, the, like what he designs? I bet it's really cool. It's... Amazing stuff, like mechanical and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's great. Probably. Son of Led Zeppelin's drummer John Bonham and one of the one of the top notch drummers in the world himself, Jason Bonham, is fifty four today. And uh, uh, actress Brigitte Nielsen is fifty seven. Beverly Hills Cop two. Was she back in uh, Creed two? Remember because she was in Cree or not not Cree, but she was in um, she was the Dolph Lundgren's uh, woman in Rocky Four. Rocky Four, right? Yeah, but was she because Dolph Lundgren was back in Creed Two, and I and it, it was his son credit her in Creed Two. Yeah, well, there you go. She did show up. Uh, so Brigitte Nielsen is fifty-seven. She was also in the video for Corns Make Me Bad All back right. in uh, I believe nineteen ninety-nine oh. or two thousand. This is a, she was wasn't she like hooking up with Flava Flav? Yeah, not her. Yeah, they totally they hooked up on Surreal Life, and then mm-hmm. they had their and own. She's like a foot and a half taller than he is. <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like twenty four inches taller than Flava Flav is. <laughs> One of my favorite actors is Forrest Whitaker. He's having a birthday today. He's fifty nine, and he won an Academy Award for playing Idi Amin. He's, Last King of Scotland, wasn't it? Yeah, Last King of Scotland. I think the first, this may not have been his first movie, but the first movie I remember him from was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, uh, yeah, he was a star football player. Yeah, so he's been super solid, won Academy Awards, and he's doing that all with like a lazy eye. I mean, <laughs> to reach that level of acting with with an eye that's staring off like over at catering, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's a testament to his skill that he's able to play all these roles <laughs> with one eye looking at a 90-degree angle. Uh, birthday for guitar god Joe Satriani, who is 64 today. Boy, so many birthdays, guys. Uh, Jesse Ventura, former wrestler and former Minnesota governor, is 69. A lot of people say, well, he was the first 
like celebrity politician. politician, but he wasn't. Was it Ronald Reagan? Reagan. Was. Yeah, yeah, sure. Ronald Reagan was. Was it Schwarzenegger and then him for Jesse Ventura? Uh-uh. I think it was, it was Ventura, Ventura and then oh. Schwarzenegger and then okay. Trump. Uh, so he might have kind of opened the door for all these uh, other meatheads that came after him. Linda Ronstadt uh, is Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. She's also not uh, seen in public much. Uh, she has a very, very advanced uh, Parkinson's diagnosis. And that's why Linda Ronstadt hasn't been seen. But stellar career. Uh, she's also responsible for the Eagles. They were her backing band before they all got together and decided, hey, let's write our own songs. Uh, so Linda Ronstadt, 74 today. Dates in history. Uh, 32 years ago, the original Die Hard was released. Yeah. That's right. It came out in the middle of summer. And it was about Christmas. John McClane. 14 Hall. years ago. Hall. Hall. 14 years ago, 2006, Twitter was unleashed on the public. So Twitter's been around for 14 years. And eight years ago, there was a. A really weird song in mostly a foreign language that took the world by storm, took America mm. by storm. This was eight years ago. This uh, song debuted on YouTube. Gangnam Style? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, they're building it. They're building it. Building, 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 building. Yes. Bang the beat, baby! Here we go! Do the dance buzz. <laughs> it's kind of like the rhythm moves slower in his head. I can't, a delay in his I can't jump yeah. as quickly. Dude, they probably sped that up for the video. Okay. <laughs> yes, eight years ago, Gangnam Style by South uh, South Korean artist Psy debuted on YouTube. Do you ever have those dreams where you're running and it feels like you're running mud and you just can't move as fast as you know you can? I'll definitely have That's those watching dreams. Buzz Dance. Yeah. It's something like that. Good for sure. to know. Uh, so tax deadline today. I hope everybody's yes. got their ducks in a row. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. It looks like uh, former... Auburn head coach Tommy Tuberville is going to be a U.S. senator. He beat Jeff Sessions, who used to be the senator from uh, Alabama, in their primary runoff. And they're saying, well, it's, you know, Alabama's still Alabama. Whoever the Republican is is going to beat Doug Jones. The whole thing has been interesting because Doug Jones barely barely beat uh, Judge Roy Moore back when Sessions left the seat to go be Trump's uh, attorney general. The only way he beat Roy Moore is because there were multiple, multiple credible sources who said that when Roy Moore was in his 30s, he would go and cruise the mall for high school girls. Didn't he, uh, didn't he barely beat him, too? It was a squeaker. Yeah. He just barely made it, but it was, I don't know, it was like the most redeeming thing I'd heard come out of Alabama in a long time. Is <laughs> like, okay, so you won't. So you, we have a limit. You'll start, you'll stop, you'll vote for a Democrat before you'll vote for an actual child predator. Still wasn't that many, though, if you barely won. Yeah, like I said, it was a close one, but Tommy, uh, Tommy Tuberville was the coach for Auburn. And he ran against Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions was Trump's attorney general, but almost immediately tr Trump turned on him because he recused himself from participating in, uh, you know, the uh, hearings on Trump or the. He, he Since he was involved in it, he decided to recuse himself. And after that, it was really weird. Do you remember? Sessions wouldn't resign. The president clearly wanted to fire him, but he wouldn't fire him. So he spent like a year and a half just taking a dump all over Jeff Sessions while he was the attorney general. 
and Jeff Sessions, bless his little pixie heart, was loyal to this guy. It was almost like a Stockholm Syndrome thing. Uh, but I was mentioning the whole thing between the Republicans was like, who could brown nose Trump the most in Alabama? Because I guess that's what the electorate is down there, is whoever can kowtow and moon over uh, Donald Trump the most was going to get elected. So here's just an example of they said that neither candidate ran a positive ad. Like, here's what I'm going to do, or here's what's great about me. They said both candidates, Tuberville and Jeff Sessions, only ran attack ads against each other for the uh-huh. for the entire uh, election in Alabama. Tuberville has won. This ad has some kind of animated flag, and it's not quite a Confederate flag, but it certainly looks like something you might see at a Klan rally. Like I I don't, I don't know. I, I I would like to think it has something to do with Auburn or something other than the Confederacy, but it really looks like it has some kind of white power connotation. All right, so so you see where he's going, what this is all about. Let that settle in on you for a second. God God is responsible for Donald Trump. Apparently, that is the flag of Alabama. Oh, it's just a red X. It's a red X. Looks very orange. (laughs) Well, maybe they're changing it to orange. So so Tuberville was Trump's guy. First of all, Trump would have supported anybody over Jeff Sessions. Uh, but the ads got more and more negative as it went on until eventually uh, Tommy Tuberville is appearing in a, in a weight room calling Jeff Sessions a weakling. I want to point out, listen, I have no great respect for Jeff Sessions, (laughs) but he was being crapped upon on a daily basis for a year and a half until he finally resigned. But does he he do his commercials in a weight room? Because that's what I'm looking for as my (laughs) nominee. We'll see. Yeah, it's a weight room. It's got a bunch of young people. I noticed they are all Caucasian. I bet that was not the makeup of the Auburn locker room when Tommy <laughs> Tuberville was making millions of dollars a year by coaching. I bet they weren't all these Aryan youth that you see in the background in this commercial that he's running. <laughs> Weak. All right. I did not know much about Tommy Tuberville other than he was the coach of Auburn. That's a great now picture. Now that I know more about Tommy Tuberville, I'm a little sick to my stomach. We now know too much about yeah. Tommy Tuberville. Damn you, Tommy Tuberville, you know for making coach- me feel sorry for Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions. You know he Jesus. coached at Texas Tech, too, right? I don't I mean, know. Like I said, I don't know that much. He's about most him. well known for Auburn. For, for Auburn, sure. He coached at Old Miss and Auburn and <laughs> Texas Tech and uh, Cincinnati as well. Yeah, didn't he? And now he is I saw one Trump. ad where Jeff Sessions was ripping into Tommy Tuberville about his record at Cincinnati. <laughs> like he had a bad record as a head coach when he was at Cincinnati. The whole thing that is. wasn't ri- terrible. He was he was far worse at Texas Tech. I almost wanted. I, I, I. Some of my neighbors are from Alabama, and they're really, you know, good people. And 
they see right through this stuff. And so it's not everybody in Alabama, but it's enough of them in the state of Alabama that I just kind of want to grab them by the shoulders, shake them, and say, grow up, Alabama, for God's sake. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we're going to play the Florida Man game. We have a contestant who's standing by. Got to win, one, uh, hopefully, uh, win one of the Buzz Adams Morning Show masks. Very well made, very sturdy, very comfortable, too. So our thanks to Hawks Audio and Manufacturing. A couple of education notes here real close. I don't know if you know this, but teachers and educators all across Texas are kind of looking at what's going on in El Paso. Uh, Because the uh, county health director, Dr. Ocaranza, has ordered classrooms can't reopen until September 8th. So it's a delay in uh, kids going back to class. And that is in uh, direct contradiction to Governor Abbott's mandate that schools can't be delayed. So what teachers are looking at is if the governor doesn't intervene uh, to say, no, 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 you got to start your classes you got to send kids back to school on the regular schedule. If he doesn't intervene, a lot of other schools are going to follow suit and do what El Paso has done. Uh, Laredo, for instance, has already said that they're postponing the beginning of class until September 5th. Uh, but if G- uh, Governor Greg Abbott doesn't come right out and say, nope, El Paso and Laredo, you guys have to go back to school just like the rest of the state, uh, that's going to have an effect uh, on a lot of pe- uh, a lot of teachers, a lot of educators, a lot of parents and students too, um, because you've got all kinds of opinions. You could find somebody from each of those categories who thinks that, you know, school needs to get back in person. You could find plenty of people who do not feel safe uh, with school starting on the regular schedule. I mean, it's crazy just seeing too, uh, like in California, it's San Diego. They're not going back. Los Angeles, not they're going not going back. back. Delayed then, or, or or canceled. Um, right now, I think they're just switching. They're saying online. And that's okay. kind of what they're going with. But then in, right in the middle, the county in the middle, Orange County, let's go back. Who uh, needs masks? We uh, don't need that. That's and, totally Orange County. That is a it? total Orange County thing to do. Um, so Orange County, you think California is being nothing but liberals. I'm telling no. you, Orange County, if it were in Texas, would be one of the most conservative counties in Texas. Well, not only that, uh, Palm Springs, too. It's very, very conservative. A um, lot. I remember when I went home, what was it? I, right after um, Donald Trump won the election, someone took out these billboards and they were red, sparkly, sequined Donald Trump. And it was like three or four in a row. And it was like, congrats, President wow. Donald Trump. And they like, I think they even lit up at night, too. Um, and where was that? In Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Yeah. A very, very. What's uh, the difference between Palm Springs and Palm Desert? Uh, springs and desert. One has springs, one is desert. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, Palm Springs is desert. <laughs> There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Probably about three degrees, but one's 121, <laughs> one's 118. All right, you ready to say hi to our contestant? Yeah. It is Saul. And uh, is this the same Saul that I talked to yesterday? Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Saul didn't win yesterday. Remember, better Kaul, Saul. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, uh, Saul, you're, you're playing along. We're going to do the Florida Man game. I'm going to tell you a story uh, headline, but I'm going to leave one key word out of the headline. And we're going to count it a win if anybody guesses it right. So, if you get it right, you win. But if Brandon or Joanna or Lisa, anybody gets it right, Saul is our winner for Yay! today. Florida Man. Right. All right. Before I get to the headline, Brandon, big announcement. I have the Metallica. All right. Oh, Metallica yeah. has just released to us a new song from their upcoming album, and we're going to play it as soon as we can. All right. Here's the uh, headline, guys. Everybody write down your answer. So you don't have to write it down. You can just tell us since you're on the phone. It's uh, right. actually a Florida woman. Woman tells jailer she had no idea there was a crack pipe in her blank. (laughs) Once again, woman tells jailer she had no idea there was a crack pipe in her blank. All right, everybody uh, get to work writing down your answers. Saul, Uh 
Saul, I mean, uh, <laughs> come up with your answer for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I got it. You guys. Got it. I got mine. I won't be nice. I'll just go and say bra. <laughs> Wait, was that, Saul, was that your, was that your answer? Yeah. He's nicer than us. <laughs> oh. You said, you said bra. Well, they say something else, but I'll go with bra. Okay. Oh, that's a good answer. I, that is a good I one. I can let you know bra is not the correct answer, so what do you okay. guys got That's okay. We got more it? guesses here. Don't okay. worry. All right, Joanna, you. I saw you writing down. Uh-huh. Uh, Joanna, Florida woman, tells Jailer she has no idea how crack pipe got in her, or that she had crack pipe in her blank. I said purse. Okay. Okay. So the jailer is putting her in, taking her stuff, and oh, where did that crack pipe come from? Is, I, I my forgot purse. it was in my purse. I is, must have been holding it for a friend. <laughs> is purse the correct answer? Purse. It oh, is no. not. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry, Saul. I'm, you know, I'm doing the game a little different, so hmm. I'm letting you know after each guess. So okay. if, you, if okay. you guess purse or if you guess bra, guess something else because we got to get Saul that damn mask. <laughs> uh, no, we're here. We're yeah. here. I got it. I got All it. right. Ready. Uh, Lisa, Florida woman, tells Jailer she has no idea how. <laughs> crack pipe ended up in her blank. Yeah, no idea how. There was crack pipe okay. ended up. Okay. She told her there was no idea. She had no. idea. There was a crack pipe <laughs> in her blank. Um, uh, you know, it's kind of like a purse. You keep things in it, or th- things can go in it. I guess. Um, her vagine. Oh, her lady purse. In oh. the lady purse, the lady parts purse. Is it vagine? Oh no! <laughs> no! Oh. Brandon. Uh-oh. Thought there'd be a lot of room in there for her. <laughs> Sorry, she seems really nice. Yeah. So why do you think they call it a crack pipe? <laughs> Brandon, come on. Okay. You need to be the hero here. So you need to get she's this in right. Prison, right? Okay. She was being uh, put into jail. Okay, so I figured at this point, because they, they could have been like... Not prison, so she was being put jail. in jail. Like, she could have had it sitting in her ear, like, you know, like, resting it like you do a pencil. Oh, okay. But I figure that would have already been caught at that point, right? Right. So I'm going to say it was in her... Uh-huh. Bottom. Oh! All right. Oh, that crack. After this... <laughs> crack and a crack. Guys... <laughs> Uh-huh. If it, if Brandon doesn't get it right, we're out of guesses, and Saul has lost two days in a row. Again, I'm sorry. Florida woman tells jailer she forgot <laughs> blank. No, crack pipe was in her blank. Is it bottom? Yes, it is. <laughs> what was that? Was that kind of what you wanted to say at the beginning, Saul? Here's the story. Um, 34-year-old woman, Fort Pierce, Florida, was arrested last month for a DUI. When police took her to jail, uh, the police report says an x-ray quote showed a foreign object in her bottom area. And it turned out that she had a... Look, if I'm reading off a police report, is it okay to say it on the radio? I mean, it was in the report, okay? Legal document. Uh, I'm just, uh, yeah. Tread lightly, I would say. It turned out that she had a crack pipe in her rectal tunnel. That's what the report says. The tunnel. Did I get away with that? Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Okay. I'm gonna let that go. Her excuse. I gotta was, save our delay because I've been told to play the Metallica song in its entirety, and I don't know if it's edited. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, that's not on us, right? No. <laughs> no, powerful. the thing is, is Kevin sent a text and he was like, Metallica sent, confirm receipt, use longer version, not edit. And I just asked, <laughs> non-edit is clean, right? Because I think it's just they, they edit it down for radio. Because you know how sometimes they'll take instrumental parts out and stuff like that? Okay. So. So it's not unusual for people to try and smuggle paraphernalia or drugs in their, what's known as a prison wallet. That's the, <laughs> the buttocks. That's not unusual. Uh-huh. What's unusual was the woman's excuse. She said she wasn't trying to smuggle it into prison, that she had put it in there a long time ago and totally forgotten about it. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that was there. <laughs> it's been months. You wouldn't believe where I found this crack pipe. Wrecked him. Damn near <laughs> killed him. This uh, woman's excuse was That's she went. forgot it was up there. 
Well, she was hit with additional charges for possession of drug paraphernalia and trying to sneak there? contraband into a detention facility, which is more probably more serious than DUI. I don't know. You do so much crack and hide so many crack pipes. How are you going to keep track of them? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if I got a fart, like, I know immediately. And it's like, hey, there's something there. But also, like, aren't they glass? Wouldn't you be afraid to sit on them? Like, it's, like, going to break on you? Yeah, what if it breaks? Oh, my God, I forgot they're glass. Are yes! They? <laughs> they're not metal? Are they metal? I'd, I don't know. I, I don't know. Anybody none of us have... Crack? I don't think I've Has ever anyone done crack? <laughs> I've never crack done crack, again. but I've seen New Jack City a lot of times. Yeah. Um, Say crack again. Crack. crack. Are crack pipes metal? Are or glass? Are crack yeah, pipes Yeah, but you bring glass. up a good point. She, she must have put it in Traditionally there Traditionally glass Since her most recent movement Uh-huh Right? It wouldn't have stayed up there uh-huh. Unless it got way up there and got lodged And then it, she forgot about it It but doesn't tell not you? burst? Uh, here's a question This is a serious question Does anybody know if crack affects the memory In the way marijuana affects the memory? Because <laughs> that might be an explanation Okay, I'm looking at crack on. pipes It looks like there are some metal ones <laughs> I that idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it was a metal crack pipe. All right, so the uh, oh, we still had the solution Saul is. Oh, sorry, so <laughs> congratulations. Woman tells jailer she forgot crack pipe was in her butt. But hum. Okay. Florida man, Florida, Florida man, with a sewer rat. Florida man, Florida man, Florida man. man. and woman. Human meat. Here we go. Florida man. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, we're about to get into our entertainment news segment with Joanna Barba. But they've been talking about getting rid of pennies. You know, one cent pieces for for a long time. And now it looks like coronavirus might be the thing that finally kills off the American penny. Lisa, you had What am I supposed to do with my loafers? (laughs) I guess I'll make them nickel loafers. (laughs) I just wish it would kill off the machine that we have in this business that won't take coins in the first place. Yeah, what the hell, man? What do you mean? The vending machine. It's like if hey, if this quarter was made past 1955, we're not taking it. <laughs> You've really? never had that issue. I usually put a dollar in there. And oh, there you go. Spits out. Change. Why do you think I always come to you and say hello? Will you change me one dollar for these four quarters, or just give me a dollar? Um. No, I, I never thought. I just you know I'm just so you generous. I, I just yeah maybe. <laughs> like, you just wow. thought you're like wow. Lisa never has a dollar. You really should make sure she's. Lisa okay. needs to negotiate a pay raise. She's always coming <laughs> to me for a quarter or for a dollar. It's always a dollar, yeah. No, the machine in the back, it doesn't take new quarters. Like it doesn't read the new, and they're not even new. I mean, what are we talking about? 20 years ago when they started putting the different state mm-hmm. things on the back of it, it won't take those quarters? It will not, yeah. And I'll sit there and try and find it. Oh, yeah, I'll walk around the whole office asking people, do you have an old quarter? Now that you mention it, I have sat there trying to put the same quarter in the <laughs> slot, and it, I never realized. It just falls all the way through yeah. and comes back down the uh, the bottom. You There's get, a way you could do it. You almost have to, like, toss it in there, but if you miss, it, like, hits the side and then flies off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we need a new That sounds crazy, but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> like, you have to do it in a certain way, and then it's like it accepts it. It yeah. happens to, to catch it just right, so it ends up going inside the mis- uh-huh. machine as opposed to the exit. Several times I've gotten two quarters because I try and, like, throw them both in it really f- quick to see if I can trick it into at least reading one of them. And then I'll get the two quarters stuck. I'm like, I hate this machine. And there's nothing in there anyways. I think there's a bottle of water and, like, a grape soda. There's tacos in there. There's a diet squirt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's been there since 1995, oh. probably. Well, the funny thing is, they have sodas and the food items mm-hmm. all in the same area, and they need to keep the sodas cold. So if you buy a bag of chips, you're They're getting cold. cold chips. Yeah, we have the same thing goes for the cherry cheese Danish. <laughs> <laughs> that's been in there since 96. That's as been well. in there from since 1996 for sure. Okay, no, but we are dealing with uh, a, a bit of a coin uh, shortage. 
People are being asked uh, that ask shoppers to play with pay with exact change or use a debit or credit card because the U.S. is currently experiencing a national coin shortage. Now, the coins, they really haven't gone anywhere, but the pandemic has significantly disrupted the supply chain and the normal circulation patterns for coins. Are they disinfecting money? Or is that just a thing that they're that they're not addressing? Or it, does the coronavirus somehow not live on money? Well, they did say that they found that it doesn't live on surfaces as long as they thought it did in the beginning. Um, but I don't, I'm not sure exactly if they do disinfect the money. Um, they're saying, though, because businesses have been closed or on a reduced schedule, people are staying home more, ordering more online, coin deposits from institutions to the Federal Reserve, they've declined significantly. Also, there's a reduced production of coins as well. And that's the U.S. Mint trying to protect workers from COVID-19. They say those two factors, adding to businesses reopening and now actually needing change, um, they're getting a coin shortage. So if you go to different restaurants or if you go to different stores now, you'll see even some stores that have signs that say, if possible, use exact change or another form of payment. So... um, Different restaurants and places are putting up signs. Like I haven't I, seen. I've noticed a lot of times if I'm paying with cash, they'll say, "Well, do you want to round up and we'll donate the money to?" And then they name a charity. Correct. There are some places that have been doing that instead, uh, saying that they want to do that uh, to try and help, or even just not take the change if it's a small business and it's say it's the total was thirty two. And three cents, they'll just say, screw the three cents. We'll just give you the 32 back. The thing with the penny, and it, it, we're, the reason we're focusing on the penny is that for for decades, it has cost more to make a penny than a penny is worth. Just the, the process of minting a penny and that people don't use pennies. Here's the thing, though. If a price, if they get rid of pennies, nobody's expected to pay with mm-hmm. pennies anymore. If a price falls, you know, if something is 30 uh $3.33. Well, they can't make it $0.33. Cents. I guarantee you they're going to round up instead of down. There's no way they're going to make things like $0.02 cents less when they can make it $0.02 cents more. So it's just part of it is also going to be, oh, we get to mark everything up by a few pennies. And you may think, well, that doesn't add up to much. And to that, I say, watch Office Space. That's the plot, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it, it adds up after a while, for sure. And didn't they steal that from Superman 3? Was it Superman? There was, a, it was one of the Superman where they're like, yeah, they keep saying that in, in Office Space. We're like, yeah, it's the plot from Superman. Um, so, uh, what do you think they'll do? Have a period where you can turn in your pennies and get a dollar? You know, they want to take them out of circulation, or are they going to remain in circulation for a while? Who knows? All right, time for entertainment news and Hollywood chit chat. Here's Joanna Barbacoa. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Peacock, the streaming service from Comcast-owned NBC Universal, launched overnight across the U.S. with a seven-day free trial for its premium tiers and an always-free tier that lets you sample about two-thirds of its library of shows and movies with advertising. Peacock has a catalog of more than 20,000 hours of shows, movies, news, sports, curated channels, trending highlights, and exclusive big-budget original programming. I never thought the day would come when the networks wanted to charge us money to look at their reruns. <laughs> <laughs> the free, that's, that's what it is. Right? Yeah, no, it is. No, yeah. The free tier, which includes the majority of Peacock's programming, also has popular TV shows like Parks and Recreation and 30 Rock, as well as movies like The Matrix Trilogy, Jurassic Park, and more. Many are coming from Comcast's Universal and DreamWorks Animation Studios. Peacock is also licensing shows and movies from other companies. Its deal with Viacom CBS gives Peacock a handful of series that originally ran on CBS, Showtime, The CW, and BET, and eventually a list of movies from Paramount, including the Godfather trilogy. One of Peacock's most anticipated titles, The Office, won't be available until January, which is when it is set to expire on Netflix. Peacock's free tier with about two-thirds of the catalog is available to watch right away with advertising after you register an email and password. You can unlock the full library of shows and movies for a price, which is $4.99 a month for the full catalog plus ads, and $9.99 a month to go ad-free. Peacock offers a standard seven-day free trial for its premium tiers, and if you sign up on a Google platform, you can snag an extended free trial until mid-October.
Do you want me to run down some of the original programming, I guess, they're going to have on Peacock? Yeah, sure. All right, so uh, series premieres include Brave New World, which stars Alden Ehrenreich, who played Han Solo. That looks interesting, in Solo. The Capture, a British Would drama. Would that it twere. Would that it twere. <laughs> uh, the Capture is a British drama starring Holiday Granger. Uh, I've, I've heard nothing so far that sounds like it's worth $4. <laughs> <laughs> or nine ninety nine uh, with no commercials. Intelligence stars David Schwimmer as an American NSA agent. And then there are some cartoons. Curious George. Not the reruns of the old Curious George. Like, this is a whole new thing. A new Curious like George. Like an exclusive, right? Where's Waldo <laughs> has been turned into a cartoon. Hmm. Cleopatra. Is it just like a screen and it's like, fine Waldo? <laughs> I don't know how And then you're just work. like, there he is. Cleopatra in Space. A reality show in deep with Ryan Lochte. And Lost Speedways with Dale Earnhardt Jr. And if you were a fan of the show Psych, James Roday and Dooley Hill return and recreate their characters in Psych 2, Lassie Come Home, which you can watch on the Peacock. <laughs> nice. Well, having 30 Rock available to stream is handy, given NBC will air a one-hour reunion special of the award-winning comedy on Thursday. But there is a little bit of drama. A lot of NBC stations are refusing to air the one-hour special because its programming uh, is from Peacock. The special is serving as a backdoor advertisement for NBC Universal's programming for next season. And as part of it, it's hyping up the streaming service. The problem is that a lot of station owners don't want to air an hour-long ad for the streaming service, especially one that will feature a lot of the same content that they have just a day or a week later when they air it. On top of that, the special will air commercial-free, so the stations aren't able to sell ad time during the show. If you miss it, Peacock will rebroadcast the special on Friday, and it does look like on our local NBC station, we will not be having the the reunion special. Oh, the local Ooh. one is not going to have the 30 it's Rock not reunion. Have the reunion. I kind of see it from the affiliate's point of view. It's like, you want to advertise... Something other than our TV mm -hmm. station on our TV station, mm -hmm. and we can't even sell ads can't during sell that. Ads, you're basically telling everybody, "Hey, go to the streaming service instead of watching here." Go buy something that's going to take you away from us in the future. Yeah, a major shakeup is happening on Dancing with the Stars with a brand new host taking the reins from Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews, who exited the series on Monday. Tyra Banks will now take over their hosting duties when the series embarks on its 29th season later this year. The former America's Next Top Model host will help usher in a new era for Dancing with the Stars by also serving as the show's executive producer in tandem with her hosting duties. The 46-year-old says she is definitely up for the challenge and is honored to be part of the reality dancing competition's next phase. The supermodel also credited Bergeron for helping Dancing with the Stars become a juggernaut reality series and is looking forward to kicking things up a notch. And finally, they Nick needed somebody with a bigger forehead, is what they were calling <laughs> oh, She does have. She does a lot of. Uh, <laughs> Joanna, <laughs> she does. She does a lot of hosting things, though. Didn't she also do um, America's Got Talent at I one think point? Was her, wasn't it? She did. Yes. Hmm. I don't think she did it for very long. No. Uh, speaking of America's Got Talent, Nick Cannon, who also hosted the show at one point, has been canned by Viacom CBS. The media company announced that they have cut ties with the 39-year-old on Tuesday after the June the 30th episode of the actor's YouTube series featuring public enemy rapper Richard Professor Griff raised a few eyebrows. A statement to Deadline reads, Viacom CBS condemns bigotry of any kind and we categorically denounce all forms of anti-Semitism. We have spoken with Nick Cannon about an episode of his podcast, Cannon Class, on YouTube, which promoted hateful speech and spread anti-Semitic conspiracy so let, theories. Let me take a break. I'll let you hear uh, what was going on. And Professor Griff uh, said anti-Semitic things 30-something years ago. Right. Uh, you know, just like really blatantly anti-Semitic things. And what Nick Cannon was talking about is is something that I'd heard of before called melanin theory, which is kind of a, a pseudoscience. Oh, see, I was stuck on the melatonin theory of trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah, nice. This is the melanin theory. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's uh, 
basically Nick Cannon got fired for being racist against Jews and white people is what it comes down to. But also, I think he was taking seriously a theory that was more of a rhetorical. I I don't think it was even meant to be serious when it got started, but some people really latched onto it. It's basically it's black supremacy. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. There was something so interesting on my next door feed uh, that I had to give get me the a, tea. I had to get a new password because I just hadn't been over to Nextdoor for a long time. Uh, here you go. This is Nextdoor is the app where you enter your area code and then it connects you with people kind of mm-hmm. in your neighborhood. Lost drone. Good morning, Nextdoor community. I'm hoping y'all can help us find my son's drone. He literally had it for a couple of hours when he lost when he lost control of it and it went rogue on him. He he bought the drone with his own birthday money and needless to say he is totally bummed out. Please help. I've ta- attached a picture of it. Then it tells you it's around Country Club and Sterling, which is my neighborhood. Go find it. Can they just go rogue? He was probably doing something he wasn't supposed it's to. It's probably like, stuck probably, in a tree somewhere. I, spying on some neighbor girl or something. That was the plot of uh, Good Boy, a movie that came out last year called Good Boys. The and hilarious. the thing was, they were trying to... It is, right? It's hilarious. It's great. They're, they were trying to use a drone. Was that the Seth Rogen movie with the kids? Yeah, so they have was? a drone what? and the... He, they're spying on the neighbor. And the neighbor time. somehow knocked it out of the sky or yeah. broke it or... And they kept it, and they're like, this is what happens when you disrespect women. <laughs> and they're all, I don't disrespect women. My mom is my best friend. So so the kid in this was playing with it. <laughs> and within a couple of hours, he lost control of the drone. Brandon, uh-huh. you're, you think somebody saw it, and it was getting a little too nosy, and somebody took like a, a pool net and I, knocked it out of the sky. I don't know if that's necessarily what it was, but I, it, I wouldn't doubt if that's what was happening. Are there a lot of pools in your neighborhood? Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I just was thinking of something long that you could swat at something with. A and, rake. <laughs> yeah, a rake, sure. A branch. I guess it could be any number of things. I'll, <laughs> I'll keep my eyes peeled for it. They included a picture of the of the same model. Or you hovered it a little too close to your yard and your dogs got it. Because <laughs> oh, no. Lord knows those things can jump about 10 feet in the air. Yeah, they're jumpers, all right. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, anyway, if you're in the Upper Valley, keep a lookout for this lost drone. <laughs> no questions asked, guys. We don't. <laughs> I'm sure it was completely innocent. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. It looks like former Auburn head coach Tommy Tuberville is going to be the new senator from Alabama. He's still got to face off against the Democratic incumbent. I uh, Doug Doug Jones. I drew a blank there, but the big race was the primary. It was close enough to have a runoff, and Tommy Tuberville beat Jeff Sessions, who used to be the senator from Alabama. He left to be Donald Trump's attorney general. The whole thing is really store uh, really silly. Uh, and then the the race gets really silly because it became a contest of who could be the most pro-Trump, including the guy that Trump publicly crapped on for like a year and a half. So Trump wasn't happy that Jeff Sessions recused himself. He thought Jeff Sessions is attorney general. You're, you're supposed to be in there and do everything you can to keep the president from getting in trouble. But he didn't fire him. It's like he, clear he wanted Jeff Sessions to resign and... Sessions did do it, so he just put up with this abuse. And believe me, I don't feel good about feeling sorry for Jeff Sessions. But I do feel sorry for him a little bit because he was just a whipping boy. And so he slunk back to Alabama, decided to run for his old Senate seat. Well, Tommy Tuberville, who was a coach at Auburn and where else, Brandon, Texas Tech, and was it Cincinnati that he coached at for a while? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> we all made an agreement. We were going to see how long we could go without talking. But yes, it was text. I tried. I tried. Did I not try? You lost. Damn. Well, he called me out by name. I can't just leave the guy hanging. I brought up in the meeting that in that last hour, 
I suspected everybody was trying to get a jump on the rest of the day's work because <laughs> in this in this it's called the nine C but the the last break of the show. Right. I often felt like I was talking to myself. So, so you guys decided, right? To let you talk by yourself. Yeah, when we were going, well, I, that's I, what I, I get for tell, offering constructive criticism. I guess. <laughs> well, but I tried to. I tried to tell Buzz too. I go. One of the reasons that nobody really talks is because there's maybe two to three minutes left right. before we have to break again. Fine. But this time you actually you did you did good. I know because I asked him time. before. I'm like, how much yeah. time do we have? He's like, to, ten like, minutes. We have like a full ten minutes here. It's like going to be a full segment. Buzz, good job. We were all agreeing. Like, okay, let's see how long we can go. And all right. Well, let me get. He's got to call stuff. me up by name. Because uh, he's country strong, so, guys. <laughs> Tommy, See, that's t- why we wouldn't respond to these nine C breaks. We felt your shoulders were strong enough to carry the entire right. segment well, by now, yourself because you're country yeah. strong. Uh, now there's something I actually want to talk about, and you guys are making the opposite mistake. <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you I, want to talk about? Tommy Tuberville ran against Jeff Sessions on the on the platform of "I love Trump more than Jeff Sessions did." And he doesn't make any bones about it. That, of all the challenges facing America, I've got to think that we don't, we don't run school enough like you would at church. That's got to be our major mm-hmm. problem. Isn't that, isn't that kind of against the whole separation of church and state, by the oh, way? What? Like I said, the only thing sadder and more pathetic than Tommy Tuberville running on this we got to get God back in school platform is Jeff Sessions debasing himself even further by curring trying to curry for favor because it was a ra- it, it, it wasn't like you'd expect Jeff Sessions to say oh well Trump was a real jackass and you know he treated me bad he's still trying to brown nose the president as much as he can oh, oh. is that sacrilegious to so. me it kind of is to say oh god sent us Donald Trump wasn't God like did God like send him to God used to be kind of a badass didn't he like he wasn't so forgiving of things maybe he did send Donald Trump it's like, it's like the, hey now we have to this revolt is what you get now yeah but they, <laughs> they didn't the Bible doesn't say God sent Moses but told him it's okay to raw dog a porn star <laughs> before you go and free the people you do to the, the kid that you catch smoking you make him smoke the whole pack yeah. and God was like you know what this is what you asked for so I'm giving you this guy yeah, but now he's like, well, this isn't what I expected because people are just, you know, they're on their second pack. They've chain smoked at this point. They they said that it sound uh, like that Karen we were playing clips of earlier. Oh, can't record this. Neither of the Republican candidates for Senate in Alabama ran a single positive ad, which was would be here's what I'm going to do. Here are my plans. This is what I'm going to do. Every single ad they they ran attacked their opponent. So here's another one, Tommy Tuberville did where he's in a weight room like a you know i don't know where the weight room is but he's country strong country strong the Ooh, president burn dumped on poor jeff sessions head for a year and a half and all sessions could do was take it i don't know what eventually happened but jeff sessions, jeff sessions finally like, resigned hey, i took over the team all right by the way, Tommy Tuberville is, is working out in a weight... Uh, he's not working out, but there are kids behind him working out, and these look like maybe high school or college age kids. You know what would be funny is if they had um, Roy Moore kind of wandering in the oh! background, and he's like, oh, I thought it Remember was... Remember me? I thought, it was, <laughs> I thought it was women's soccer. I'll be back in an hour. But the weight room is all Caucasian young men. I've got to think that that is not what the weight room at Auburn University looked like when Tommy Tuberville... You know, was having his best Probably seasons. Not. Probably not all uh, the same racial makeup as as a Klan rally. <laughs> He's just basically a calling sad him weak. picture of Jeff Sessions right there too. I know. Mm. That's what I was. He was like, meh. That's it's true, Trump explicitly endorsed Tommy Tuberville over his former Attorney General Jeff Sessions. What was it Jeff Sessions did that pissed off Trump so much? Oh yes, I remember he actually respected the rule of law. But the whole thing, I How mean... How is that wall going, by the way? I hear they have a little under three miles of new wall. What? A little under uh, three miles. So, But the way that Jeff Sessions also was really trying to curry favor with Trump fans 
I, I don't know. I'll tell you, Alabama's off my list of places to visit anytime in the near future. I don't know why it was on there in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> I, almost been, went, I almost I, worked there before I came here. I've been there. Once again, I want to know why it was on your list in the first place. So is uh, here's a question that I find myself asking more and more. Is this racist? Some people are saying that the president's answer about police violence against African-Americans that he did in an interview yesterday was clearly racist. And I just wanted to play it for you and ask you, is, is this racist? He sat down with an interview from CBS and he didn't like one of the very first questions. I don't think it's racist. I think it's stupid. Police kill everybody. I don't know. It's not a great defense of the police. That was not a good answer as the president. Who was it? Keisha Lance Bottoms, the mayor of Atlanta. She just went off yesterday on CNN about that. And someone asked her, like, what were you thinking? Or what did you think when you heard the president say those words? And she's like, I I don't even know what to think when he speaks in general. And and she just was, she was very, very offended and upset about it. Technically, if you looked at it from a certain perspective, it might be true in that whites are represent more of the population of the United States. So in just raw numbers, but uh, Harvard just published a research back last month that analyzed crime statistics from 2013 to 2017 and found that black Americans were more than three times more likely than white Americans to be killed by police. Uh you have to really bend your statistics to get to a point where you're saying, well, the police kill more white people, which I want to point out again, is not a great defense of the police. You know, is... No. Well, it's not a problem because they also kill a lot of white people, too. As far as the uh, ad against Biden that Trump is running, have you guys seen the one about the riot? That's all this stuff is on fire and people are looting right. stores yeah. and it says... Uh, this is Biden's America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was watching that the other day and it occurred to me, wait a minute, this is Trump's America. These are actual <laughs> images from the last few weeks. This is what's happening during your presidency, sir. Right. He, <laughs> the, the whole ad, the point of the ad was this is what you'll get under Biden's America, but you're showing images from Trump's America. So way to dunk on yourself, I guess.